Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, the Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the word, pray the word, study the word, proclaim the word, and live the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John fourteen twenty six. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. This is the 15th Sunday in ordinary time. The gospel is Luke 10, 25 to 37. On one occasion, a lawyer stood up to pose Jesus this problem. Teacher, what must I do to inherit everlasting life? Jesus answered him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? He replied, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, 
and with all your mind in your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said, you have answered correctly. Do this and you shall live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, there was a man going down from Jerusalem to Jericho who fell prey to robbers. They stripped him, beat him, and then went off leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. He saw him, but continued on. Likewise, there was a Levite who came the same way. He saw him and went on. But a Samaritan who was journeying along came on him and was moved to pity at the sight. He approached him and dressed his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. He then hoisted him on his own beast and brought him to an inn where he cared for him. The next day, he took out two silver pieces and gave them to the innkeeper in the re- with the request, look after him, and if there is any further expense, I will repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the man who fell in with the robbers? The answer came, the one who treated him with compassion. Jesus said to him, then go and do the same. The gospel of the Lord. The question, what is the new command that Jesus gave us at his last supper? John 13, 34. I give you a new commandment. Love one another, such as my love has been for you, so must you love your love be for each other. And John fifteen twelve says, This is my commandment, love one another as I have loved you. Five. How did Jesus say the lawyer had answered him, and from where did he get his answer? He said he answered him correctly, and he got his answer from Deuteronomy 6, 5. Therefore, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. In Leviticus 19, 18, take no revenge and cherish no grudge against your fellow countrymen. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. What did Jesus say would happen to him if he followed that command? Luke 10, 28 tells us, do this and you shall live. And also Leviticus 18, 5 says, keep then my statutes and decrees for the man who carries them out will find life through them. I am the Lord. Personal. In what way has the Lord given you an opportunity to be compassionate to a family member, a friend, a work acquaintance, a stranger this past week? How did you respond 
you can can respond with that. I have the opportunity to get a swing set for the grandchildren. I guess that's compassionate. And I also have been counseling a suicide attempt. And I answered that. I had dinner with a neighbor, and she shared a lot of her background and some hurts from family members. I listened and told her that the Lord loved her unconditionally. It is very painful when you don't feel loved by family members. In the commentary, Luke 10, 25-37, the lawyer asked Jesus a question that on the surface seems simple. What must I do to receive eternal life? Jesus, in his role as a Hebrew teacher or rabbi, answered him with two questions. What was written in the law, and how did he interpret the law? At that time, to an Orthodox Jew, the definition of neighbor would have meant no one else but a Jew. Jesus relates to them a story that draws from them a definition of who is neighbor. Jesus begins by telling the story of a man who was robbed and beaten and left in the roadway to die. The first person to come by the injured man was a priest who was probably on his way to the temple to practice his sacred duties. The priest did not even touch the fallen man because as scripture has it in Numbers 19.11, a priest would be banned from entering into the sacred temple for seven days after touching a dead person. His duty to the temple and community came before helping this particular man. The next person to come by was a Levite who was an assistant to the priest. The priests made the atonement sacrifice and were in charge of the altars and sacred services. The Levite, too, was caught up in his duties to his ministry and his responsibility, which was being an assistant to the priest in the temple and other religious duties. Finally, along came a Samaritan who not only stopped to see what was wrong, but became involved in trying to help. The man may not may have not been a Samaritan, really. The name itself was used for people who didn't exactly conform to existing standards. Today, we might call that kind of a person a maverick, someone who is willing to take a risk. Jesus was called a Samaritan in John 8, 48. Obviously, they thought he was not orthodox like them. The question Jesus puts to the lawyer, who do you think was neighbor to the man, is the same question that is being asked of you and me. God's love is so great that anyone who is in need is eligible for his help. God wishes that no man perishes, no matter his station in life. We are called to love God with all our heart, soul, and strength by loving our neighbor the same way. 
Jesus even elevates the standard higher in John 15, 12, when he calls us to love one another as he has loved us. The Samaritan had the love of God in his heart, and he spoke his love into action with his deeds. We will be judged one day, not by our doctrine or creeds, but rather by how we loved our neighbor with all our heart, strength, and soul. It is how we love our neighbor that signifies to the world how we really love God. Our application this week. The first reading tells us that repentance must come before mercy can be expected. The second reading shows that Christ is praised as the image of the invisible God. The gospel reveals that we will be judged by how we love our neighbor. We can love like the Samaritan when we yield to God's love and allow ourselves to love everyone and anyone just as Jesus loves us. This is a love that is willing to pay any price that is required. Let your family be the first to experience this kind of love from you. You can begin by dying to your own needs, become more aware of the needs of others, and respond to those needs. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for showing us and being that example of how you treated people and how you loved them. Lord, thank you for coming and teaching us and teaching us how to pick up our own cross and follow in your footsteps. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. 
You can also email us at MagnificatCST at AOL.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.